All right, all right. Welcome to Argue This. We don't have Tron today, but we do have Derek and a special guest, my best friend, Ben. What's up? Hey, what's up? So, uh, this week, it's going to be uh, kind of like a, a scattershot, kind of a blunderbuss of questions all about moral gray areas. So, let's just jump right in. Um... Is it okay to knock out a woman if she is attacking you, even if the attacks do not hurt? Tron hair. Tron hair? Yeah. yeah tr- it was tickling my ear. <laughs> <laughs> it was really weird. Uh, yeah, if she's, a, if she's an aggressor, obviously. I don't have any issues. Uh, if she's, especially if she's got like a weapon, like a knife or something like that. Like that lady obviously has chosen to try to kill me. So, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to try to kill her, but I will make sure that she is unable to continue fighting me after a few blows, you know. But but she's like a woman. Like if she's like a, a four foot ten woman, you know, and she's just coming up like banging her fist on your chest, be like you asshole, you 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 cheat on me, you know, because like you have like a you know small Asian wife in this uh, <laughs> scenario. Here. In this scenario. <laughs> well, small. yeah, he he was saying that if she was. It wasn't hurting you, like if it wasn't harmful. Yeah, I mean, and at that point, I feel like um, restraint. You should be allowed to restrain. Um, but if she's not posing uh, any physical threat at that point, then your best. You're, I mean, your your best off just leaving that up to the authorities. Yeah, um, I mean, if like you have I to. If not, you know, I just remove myself from the situation. I, I'd be sitting here be like, yeah, no woman can, you know, pose a threat to me. And then, like, Ronda Rousey comes around the corner and, like, <laughs> kicks, you kicks me in the head. I'm like, ah, oh. she's like, what? What'd you say, motherfucker? No woman can pose a threat. I'm like, you're posing a threat right here right now. It's like, yeah, go ahead and try and knock me out, motherfucker. I'm like, ah. Like, it, so it, my mom used to have a thing, and she was a cowgirl. And her thing was, um, was. I remember I got in a fight with, uh, when, with a fifth grade girl when I was in third grade and she punched me in the ear and I went deaf and she beat me up. <laughs> so. Oh, that's why you're retarded my, now. Yeah, yeah. But so my mom goes, um, oh, what, why didn't you defend yourself? And I was like, you, you know, she's a girl. I'm not supposed to hit girls. And my mom said this and it still resonates with me to say, I don't know if I agree with her, but she goes, if a woman's man enough to throw a pants punch at a man, she's man enough to get knocked the fuck out by a man. It's very true. I don't know if I'd ag- I agree with that, but, you know, that's coming from a big, strong farm lady. <laughs> I mean, you know, she grew up that's back in the time, it. back in the day when, you know, you, you can hit your wife for sport. Um, no, <clears throat> I definitely agree about the whole restraint thing. If it's not hurting me or anything like that. But, like, I'm not going to let some lady continually cause a scene in public with me you know what i mean i don't like being i don't even want a chance of anyone filming me or anyone bringing a camera to the thing so oh, there's gonna be cameras <laughs> right i'm so i'm gonna either restrain her and separate ourselves from the situation uh or i'm gonna make it very clear that i don't want any part of the situation yeah i mean Verbally she, she counts up and keeps on slapping you in the face make like, you motherfucker you know you go right me. that's where i would say is you know any confrontation that like i feel like i don't want to be part of or I don't want to participate in. I'm just gonna do my best to remove myself from the situation. Like if it's out in public, if it's embarrassing, or I don't want to, I'm just gonna walk away at that point. If she wants to run after me, attacking me, then if anything's gonna be videotaped or anything's gonna be saw, it's gonna be especially seeing that she's the aggressor. Because now I'm walking with my back turned, and if she's wailing on me, 
even though it's not hurting, it's still being shown that, okay, now for sure, this guy's trying to move himself from the situation and this lady is still pursuing it. So, you know, I'm all good for a quick, swift headbutt too. like just end the whole situation, break her nose, get the blood everywhere. Let's just finish this up. Call it a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean like, but it's like, you know, I, I look at it through the eyes of the guy watching that YouTube video. <laughs> I'm like, what a fucking piece of shit. He should have, you know, shown some restraint. <laughs> you know, now she's going to be fucking, you know, knocked back in like the 1800s. Yeah. But no, it, it, the walking, any time of walking away situation, um, <clears throat> you know, um, you have to. You ha- you yeah. Know. Especially in the sense of, you know, um, you never know if, Say she's not. Say it's not even a relationship thing. Say it's just a woman that's been crazed, and you know, kids are around. You know, other parents are around. Other men are around. You know, you see a woman wailing on a man, and you react wrongly or respond wrongly. You know, you might have yourself in a fight with two or three other dudes, thinking you're hitting women. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean like well, that's hundred percent. If I walk well, around the corner, yeah. yeah. If I walk around a corner and I see a dude like cold clocking a woman. I'm going to immediately think that this guy's a piece of shit and just jump to like the worst case scenario. And if I think I can beat him, then, you know, I'll go up there and, you know, start some shit. But if he is like a fucking 400 pound man, that's pure muscle big. Whoa, dude, calm down. I'll say that from like across the yard. I'm like, please don't hit that woman. Please don't hit that woman. You know, (laughs) and please don't hit me neither. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But no, it's just like in the society today, like you got to be careful how you respond because you never know who's watching. You know what I mean? Like, especially as we're getting out back to normal life with the pandemic, like ending and stuff like the fights at sporting events and other shit has just escalated. You know what I mean? There's always fights in the stands now, now at sporting events, you know, there's. Well, I mean, you you look at the team and it's like, oh, he's a Broncos fan. I could easily beat his ass. Yeah. I mean, here you're in that. (laughs) But uh, I'm going to be fighting in the little league. National championship. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I've seen videos and I listen to some sports talk, like when I go for work and whatnot, like when I'm driving around and like they talk about how, like, you know, most games they've either commented on or had to watch or whatever, you see a fight in the stands or hear about a fight in the stands or. It's so, hockey season. Yeah. So. No, you're absolutely right, you know. Uh, but it's also a thing that people are just pent up right now. They've, they've been inside for a long time and now it's coming back out and. You know, it's a, it's a wild time to be alive in, in America, you know, and so I think it's all a lot of things were changed where like, you know, back in the 60s and 70s where like a fist fight like was a gentleman's thing, like it ended an argument and that was it, you know. It ended in, you know, it ended in a beer, you know, you threw a punch, he threw a punch. All right, I respect you. Let's it go get a beer. It doesn't necessarily happen that way anymore. No, Nowadays, not. now you it's. You got to worry about someone's going to pull a gun on you because yes. you're like. Yeah, a gun you, you know, makes someone so pleasant. Yeah. Like, if, if someone pulls a gun on you, you're like, oh, well, we're, we're in this together. I want whatever you want, bud. I want your success in this and me not to die. Right. It used to be like, like the other day, um, me and my whole family, we were uh, in a McDonald's drive-thru, correct? Yeah. And so we're driving through, and it was one of those two-lane ones that go to two windows. You order, and it splits back into, or merges back into one. And... I, obviously, it's my turn to go. I ordered first. I'm there. I'm starting to go, and this guy in this big old truck, like, just just pulls up super violently and almost uh, T-bones us, you know, with my one-year-old son in the car, like, right on his door. And so part of me goes, you know what? This is this shit's pissing me off. Like, this guy has no manners. And I'm going to get out of the car. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking tell this guy, like, hey, 
you almost just hit my son in the car. Fuck you. Be patient. Life's not that important that you got to get your fucking cheeseburger one car in front of the other guy. Right. Like, it's not that important. So we get our food and we pull out. He gets to the light up next to us. And it's a two-lane turn left. We turn. Then he peels out and gets in front of me. He's got fucking go Trump, NRA, fucking off the little we the people stickers all over the back of his fucking Well, I am sorry for almost hitting your your, your one-year-old son. And and I'm like, <laughs> it's my bad. <laughs> no, I'm, so I'm, I'm happy that I didn't get out. I restrained myself when I was an adult. Because knowing today's day and age, I would have got out, you know, like a man to man and been like, hey, dude, this is what you're doing. And you need to knock this shit off. He would have saw it as a threat instead of being a man. And if he wanted to do something about it, get out and have a fist fight confrontation and be a man about it, he probably would have just shot me with his Glock. And so, I mean, honestly, like if you like this, this is a problem. People will get out of their car and be like, "What, motherfucker? Fuck you! Fuck you!" You know, and, and go hard immediately. But you know, if someone is like, "Hey, bud, you know what, what's going on?" and you know, just kind of tone it down a bit. You know, people are like, uh, you know what, I, I, I was being a kind of a piece of shit. It, it, it's like, you know, you can't be a piece of shit to like a grandma that's like, oh, honey, what's wrong? It's like, fuck you, grandma. I'm having a bad day. I want See, some I cookies. Respect, I respectfully disagree. I think people have gone to the point where they, they feel like any amount of confrontation is grounds that they're immediately in danger. Oh, and dude, people like are the, shooting people nowadays over that stuff. Dude, the other day, I, I was just, I'm like, I, I was so fucking pent up that I'm like, I dare someone to say some shit to me today. I dare, so, I will get out and fucking get my shit wrecked because I'll think I can fight and then I will lose that fight severely and have to just, you know, take my lumps and go back home and be like, God damn it. I hate everything and just be upset even more. So I'm like, okay, just calm down, Alex. You're not good at fighting. You're a fat 30 year old with no fighting experience. Stop it. You're not a badass. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're, you're right. I'm like, thank you, brain, for saving my life, for not being a psychopath and getting out and beating up someone that, you know, oh, sat happy at late a birthday, by the way. I know, right? It was the 16th, right? Yeah. Sorry. Happy Father's Day, Ben. Uh, yeah, it, it was his birthday that. on like the 10th. Yeah, that's right. Ben's birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, dude. So no, yeah, I thanks. agree with I agree with you, man. Saying like you know everyone's you know they've watched these videos of people, you know, getting their heads stomped on or what or fights breaking out over simple things or you know people trying to fight them when they're at work at a McDonald's throwing drinks at them and shit like that. Like and, and like those kind those kind of those kind of videos coming out. Like there's t only two responses: either you laugh and think that person's crazy or you put a gun in your pocket you know what i mean there's really no middle ground in between those things like you either prepare yourself the same way those people did and respond the same way well i mean or it, you laugh it off and hope that doesn't happen you know what i mean like it's just it's it, it's like you know no one to fucking pull your gun you know are you in danger is someone yelling at you for you know some stupid shit like when i was younger i was a lot more brash and i was a lot more fucking cocky um, I got my head split open by a fist, and uh, you know that that ended real quick. Yeah. When you learn what a golden gloves boxer is firsthand, just like oh, you know the golden gloves is that something good? It's like yeah. Well, that's the problem. Is um you know not not too long ago in this in this country's history, there was a time and place where you know people could settle their differences or be confrontational for for good reasons. Sometimes not, but for good reasons. But the country's become so extremely polarized to one side or the other. 
and there's so many different ideals and people feel everybody with their own ideals feel like they're in the right like and nobody nowadays that shoots somebody feels like they were in the wrong exactly and they could have oh it's like the, and so that's there's the definitely videos i've seen of police officers where they're forced to shoot someone and they really don't want to have to and i'm like i i kind of respect that police officer a little bit now because you know he's like really upset that he was forced to kill a guy because he was threatening you know his a bunch, life you know his life and lives of other people around him yep i mean the the, the ones that get me are like like that neighbor video where that lady shot her kid because the dogs went out and she was trying to shoot the dog but ended up licking one off in her own child. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, how is that your response? Yes, I understand dog attacks, dog attacks are scary and dogs jumping on you is, is sometimes can be frightening, especially with bigger dogs or, or certain breeds. I haven't you know? seen that video, but that I'm yeah, not going to watch that. It's a ring video, and it's a guy going out. His dogs get out because like the delivery guy shows up and he opens the door. Dogs get out. They run across the road, start hassling this lady, her husband, and this and the kid, and the kid's not even doesn't even look that scared of the dogs, and she just looks off a shot and ends up shooting her kid in the leg. Oh, in the oh leg? My God. Yeah. Okay, I thought like in the head. I'm I like, hope oh, they no, take no. I'm like, oh, I hope they fuck. take her kids away from her. <laughs> and take her guns and take like just yeah. At that point, you're irresponsible. I was talking about the people that like I was talking this about my friends actually last weekend, and it was like the people that like raided the Capitol, like they may not have a book for that, but like. Create a book and throw it at them. And like, this is what you get to do now. You are you are now the most followed citizen in all of America. Every single post that you do will be tracking. Every single thing that you do in your regular life will be tracking. You don't get to vote anymore. You start posting really crazy shit. We're just going to come bang your door down because that's in here too. Like, those people should be made an example of of what you don't ever do again as an American. Like, yes, you're still, you're barely even labeled as an American. Like, you're an American with an asterisk. Like, I mean, you know I mean. That thing like taught me that the uh, the capital is in like Maryland. I'm like, what? Yeah, but and like, like DC is a square. That's that's weird. Yeah, but that 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 kind of thing with like the lady, like that lady should should go in there and like even when she goes to court for her charges, the judge should be like just like when they're doing the open statements, like I'm supposed to have like a non biased opinion, but I want you to know, I'm a dog owner and I'm a father or mother. And you shot a child because you thought you because you were scared of dogs. I was like, Correct. I, I want you to know that this guy's going to do a great job defending you because I've seen him do his work. But I want you to know you shot your child over a dog. I want like just yeah. be very clear before Should we never. start before we start this case. It's a dog. You know what I mean? I don't like, care. I know people love dogs, but uh, yeah, any, any police dogs. officer that shoots dogs, no. I'm like, I, I don't like watching. No, these it makes videos. me it's awful. But like the yeah. guys with the capital. Like when they go into their and get their charges, it the judge should obviously have to be non biased, but it should be very clear that hey, listen, man, I'm an American. I am up here because I decided to take this route to uphold the laws of our country. And I want you to know this is gonna be a very, very, very hard case for me to be unbiased on. And then be like, This is the book. These are now the rules. And you're just you're just now part of this you're now part of this test group of idiots that we've that have decided to out themselves as idiots. And now the we get to watch The sad part you. is, is that's the hundred percent like the facts is they those people were presented with false information, yep. and they thought it was true, and they thought they were doing what they were directed to do, and also doing what they had, like you know, had the civil right to upthrow the government. They legit thought that's what they were doing. Yep. It's not that they thought knew what they're doing was wrong. Well, obviously, some of them must have knew. There's some lawyers in that group, but. Uh, yep. I mean, no, like I've, I've already come up. I mean, there's some the people right. that were literally touring the Capitol and just went in the building because they thought they were allowed to do that. And then now they're being arrested and charged as felons. Isn't that crazy? 
some like innocent bystanders. There was there was a whole group of people that are being charged with crimes that were there on a tour, and they can't prove that they were there on a tour because like their tour guide, uh, he got he got like he got hit, knocked out, or something like that, and doesn't remember the situation. So, well, going back, to like it's some crazy. There shit should be you know paperwork on it. Yeah, there's but there's stuff going on that people were like. Or they had a meeting. Some people had a meeting with an actual senator at the time, and they were just in the building, and they were they're technically getting charged right now until they can figure out that they were actually there to meet that senator. It's like crazy yeah, how it's all going crazy. down. Well, good. Like, just go scorched earth on it, and then you know, pick out the yeah. ones that you know. Oh, you don't deserve to yep. be here. You're like my personal but, opinion on that is like you are one step. Away. You're not on house arrest. You can live your life. You can go out. You can ride your mountain bike. You can go camp. Just know that we know we like you thought you knew we you thought you knew that we knew where you were, but now we know where you are every single time. Like oh, well, it's like Martin you know Luther I mean? King. Yeah. You know, like you know, he he was being watched at all times until they killed him. Yep. You know, he's like, oh, I got a bang out of a speech now. Yep. And uh, yeah, well, they, what were you gonna say, Ben? Well, I was just gonna touch back on um how we kind of the subject that we were talking about, kind of. If it's okay. Yeah, th- th- this podcast goes cir- off the rails all the yeah. time. Right, certain circumstances. But w- I, I think we hit it like kind of an important topic where uh, Alex, I, I said, we were talking about crazy events that happened. We're like, oh my God, why would that person shoot that person over a, you know, a donut? That's ridiculous. And then Alex was like, well, this guy, this cop warned this, warned this guy, you know, that he was going to shoot him like 15 times. And then he finally shot him. Yeah. And so I agree with Alex that that should be acceptable. The guy was warned a bunch of times. But here's the thing is the country's now leaning. There's less and less and less of that happening where the guy is warned. Or yeah. so there's there's a lot less provocation for these shootings. A lot a lot more often people are getting shot over nothing. Well, I mean, Not like, did you see around. that? It's uh, becoming more and more common. I mean, like, there's that video with, like, that girl, like, attacking some other girl with, like, a knife. She's like, I'm going to stab the shit out of you. And then she, like, you know, does it. You know, she attacks like the other chick with a knife in front of a police officer, and so the police officer is forced to shoot her. Well, exactly, and that's how the law is written out. You have you have the right to defend yourself in this country. In some states, you have stand your ground law, where if you feel like your life is being, um, you know, threatened or your family's life, you know, you're in imminent danger of your of your life. You're allowed to use physical, you know, force, and that includes weaponry. You're using lethal force, is what I meant to say. Um, and that's fine. I, I believe in those, but it's getting to the point where there's too much, there's so much gray and what you might see as like a, a provocation for you to use lethal force that you feel like your life's in danger compared to what it really is. You know, somebody else's could be different. And so that's where the courts and stuff come in to play. But it, people are since, like I was saying, the, the country has been so polarized, um, you know, driven to one side or the other. There's such drastic views. Um, people are, there more and more of that's coming out because people are not seeing eye to eye as much. People are seeing one way or the other. And that's what's causing a lot of these events, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, we have 300 million people in here and we have such a system of um, journalism with everyone with their cell phones so guess what? Every single thing that you see, um, every single car accident, you know, like these news places get to pick and choose what they go through. But the one thing I'll do like about that now nowadays, everybody has a camera. And yeah, that's the whole thing. News. News is profit based. CNN. 
profit Click, base. Clicks, clicks Fox, too. Pro, pro, yep. But having that media where people can just take a quick video and post, that's non-profit based for the most part, unless you're a YouTuber. So that actually kind of extends your reach of, you know, your, your freedom, your, your second amendment rights, you know, freedom of the press it extends it without there being so much, um, so much bias in the news. The second because amendment for is example, uh, for guns. Oh my bad. The first amendment, right? Yeah, I'm retarded. So <laughs> your first amendment, right? Your freedom of press, freedom of speech. Yeah. Um, so that that's kind of where I, I think that's a good thing. People being able to take videos or be able to see, because otherwise, you know, countries that are not um, democratic, you know, like China, they're communistic. They, they're not allowed. They don't have freedom of that. They're not allowed to take videos. The police murdered somebody for no good reason. You know, there won't be 50 yeah, people Tiananmen Square. Their camera out. Is a perfect example that the tank guy that everyone sees that uh, photo of the guy standing in front of the tank, that dude got on top of the tank. And then, like, the photos you see afterwards is just a bunch of people dead. Yep. And then, you know, they came through and, like, broke up, like, the vigil for Tiananmen Square. Like, the last time uh, they had their uh, vigil, like, their anniversary of it. And, yeah, the government just broke it up. And it's like, hey, everyone get the fuck out of here. And... Yeah, they, they have to, like, take pictures from super far away and kind of, like, leak it out to the United States to be like, look at the bullshit we have to deal with. Every single time. Yeah, but, the, you know, you can get in trouble for posting. If oh, the yeah. If doesn't want in those countries. And those, oh, those yeah, dumb, no, the, you have to leak it out. Countries. And yeah. so that's the thing. Here, there is no, you have that freedom. So that gives people more, you know, truth behind the scenes. Like, you used to not have that ability. It used to be an incident would happen. Well, I mean, know, the, like the we we have NDAs here, so anything that's real could just be like, oh, that's not that's not true. Yeah, now, I mean, it can be documented on the spot quickly by anybody, and that is a that's a huge freedom. I mean, we 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 have the court of public opinion have. out here, so that 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 really sucks. You know, pretty much you post a video, people see that one side, and you know that that's just that. You know, and they'll they'll choose their you know whole thing. It's like, did O.J. Simpson you know kill his wife? Um, you know, some people will be like, yes. Some people will be no. Some people will be like, oh, his son did it. And it's like, you know, you have those three things, and that's it. But, I mean, all right. Now, on to the part two of the first question, because uh, we're still in the first question though. Um. Is it okay to attack a mentally disabled person if they're attacking you? So, like, uh, Lenny from Of Mice and Men, you know, was attacking you and, like, breaking your hand. Yeah, dude, I'd fuck Lenny up. He'd probably fuck me up, but I'd try. <laughs> Have you seen the movie? He, like, broke the dude's hand just by grabbing it. He, he squeezed the girl, gave her a hug, and killed her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, she was teasing him with some pussy. And, and no, I never saw the movie. I had to read that book for school, but uh, I never yeah, saw the movie. Yeah, so, you know, she was like, oh, come here. Oh, yeah. You know, go ahead and touch my hair. Like, she was trying to give him, like, some sympathy pussy because he know, d knew his retarded ass wasn't ever going to, you know, get any. And, uh, you know, he tried to, like, you know, go straight for the money shot. And he's like, wanted to hug her. And she's like, oh, that's a little too rough. He's like, ah. 
and uh, went full Donald Trump. He's like, I, I squeezed the hardest and I killed her. But yeah, so like that dude's coming up and, you know, you took away his favorite fire truck or something. Um, it's it's hard to say because a lot of sometimes those those people don't know that they're being that yeah, aggressive. Exactly. Um, and that's where the gray area comes in. Yep. Well, like if obviously if they're alone in the world and there's no one there helping them, like, you know, medical help or their parents or family members, something like that. Obviously, I'm going to try to use words the best I can to, you know, not get, you know, not have physical confrontation. You know, same thing. It's another perspective. Will people see me doing this? What are the right precursors? You know, is he really physically harming me? Is it like, is he strong enough to hurt me? Is, oh, yeah. You know, um, is, is is he seem like he's coming in a sense of trying to kill me? Or is he just lashing out because he doesn't know what's going on? You know what I mean? I mean, it's mostly like they're, they're not trying to like, you know, hurt you or kill you. They're just lashing out because yeah. you like touch their ears or something weird. It just depends if they're going to physically put my, you know, me in harm's way, you know by themselves i have every right to defend myself that's just how our country works am i going to try to kill them because of it no um if there's a way to dissolve it otherwise i'm going to try to use words or anything else to dissolve the situation but yeah if it comes to the point where it's going to be there i'm afraid they're going to hurt me and i have to neutralize the situation i will do what i have to do to you know neutralize the situation uh, hopefully it won't bring harm to them or myself. Maybe I can get them down and kind of put them in a chokehold, something that's not going to kill them or yep. kill me. But you, then again, you have the right, I feel like as a person, if someone's going to try to put you in physical harm, you have the right to defend yourself. And that's how it should be. But you shouldn't go to drastic measures immediately. Like, I was afraid of my life. I shot this motherfucker in the head because I thought he was going to kill me. He yeah, I, I, he was I, mentally disabled. Yeah, I'm not saying, you know, you know kill these people because it's, you know, not morally correct to kill someone because they're attacking you you know that usually you can just some people think it is morally but correct. but <laughs> if they are coming to kill you then yes it is you know i i feel morally okay to kill them back um part, part it's a me or him or me situation yeah I guess. it's a dog eat dog world um part three what about like a uh, older child like a 15 year old still a minor um, but you know they're, they're still they're old enough to you know do some damage. Uh, situational. I think I'm just. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Derek. Yeah, like situational. If the dude's like, if he's at like a skate park and he has a skateboard and he's, it's a weapon, like obviously I'm gonna take it a little more serious and you know try to disarm him and whatnot. But like, if he's just talking shit and throwing punches, uneducated and you know trying to do damage, I think I with my you know last few months of martial arts training i think i can handle myself and make him understand that this is a bad idea for him as a kid to be taking on a 30 year old man you know what i mean what second hand lines his ass i i agree i used to say this thing you know and uh if it came to it like the same answer for me for number question one and two kind of in the same ballpark um if he's physically gonna hurt me the same answer is if it's an old ass man, dude, I'm not afraid to fuck up an old man. I ain't afraid to fuck up yeah. a 15 year old. If yeah, I, I mean, to, like, if, if it's like a 98 year old man, like, you know, kind of bumping me with his cane, you know, I feel like that's wrong to, you know, go around and cold clock him and lay him out. Oh, dude, some old man whacking me with his cane. And it's yeah, he's like whacking you with his cane and whack him back, dude. I ain't gonna like, let him get away with it just because he's old. He should, he should know better. He's been around longer. 
I mean, you know, he, he doesn't really know anything that's going on. I mean, you know, Mr. Biden is like 70 years old and I don't think he knows what's going on. That's what that's what that's what he told you after he stole stuff from Walmart. He knew what he was doing. He knew he was stealing. Oh, for sure. When I get this old, when I get to like 70, I'm definitely going to start stealing. Shit. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I'm 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 scared. Someone help. Um, but like, he, he, here's a, a bonus part of this question. What if someone is dressed as something super duper, like a Nazi? Someone is dressed as a Nazi and going around spewing Nazi, you know, hate speech. I'm going to go ahead and stop you right there. Any kind of stuff like that, immediately, I'm either going to remove myself from listening to that guy talk, or I'm immediately going to go up and tell that guy that, that he's got a lot of better things to do with his life because he's going to get his ass kicked really quickly. Right. I got a lot less <laughs> not, tolerant for people that Not like that me, angry. but someone in the crowd... Let's just be open. A black person, a Jewish person, will go punch that person in the face. Like, did you not see the Jerry Springer when they put the Ku Klux Klan on Jerry Springer? It didn't even take 15 seconds for a black man to throw a chair at him. He literally was in the stance. He picked up his chair and threw it at the head of the Ku Klux Klan. And then the, the like, it was the it was it was the like the head guy, the master wizard or whatever. Yeah. His wife, his kid, and his kid's boyfriend, and then like their security detail, right? And they all got their asses kicked. Every single one of them. They showed him afterwards in the back, and they're just all whooped. Every single one of them got their asses handed to him. I was like, that's the kind of shit that you gotta be like. Listen, and like, what sucks the most is like before the Nazi used that symbol as the swastika as that, it didn't even mean that. It didn't mean hate, didn't mean any of that. Well, it was reversed yeah. when it was uh, like in India, was it? Yeah, or yeah, something like that. Yeah. But it just, it just so, you know, so it's a twist on that, you know, so. If he's gonna spout that kind of nonsense, then he just definitely needs to get his ass kicked. Like, if you're walking yeah. around like that, and then now nowadays you're just you're pu you're putting a bullseye on your back. I mean, you want a confrontation if you're right. you know gonna dress up, you know. Oh, they're gonna get it. Just like Derek saying, they're gonna get it. I, I mean, sure. I mean, Hugo Boss, you know, he he knew how to make some fashionable shit, but it's like, you know, yeah, you, you have to like kind of like, uh, you know, take that sacrifice. But, you know, right on to the second question. Ooh, this ties right in. Um, was slavery um, worth the development that it brought? Example, like the pyramids or like the railroads or just, you know, bringing up, you know, the developed world. Uh, it's a hard I, one. Uh, yeah, it's a hard one. Yeah, no, um, that, that's I why I came up with it. I don't agree with slavery of any kind. Um, obviously, when you're a civilization that's trying to move forward in the times and build up your industry and infrastructure, uh, you have to oppress, oppress your beliefs upon other people. Uh, not necessarily in in a talking way, but more in of a dictator, sla you know, slavery way in a sense. That's what the Egyptians did. Egyptians were a stronger race, a bigger race, had more money and a better army. That's why they were able to take the Jews in as their slaves. You know what I mean? And yeah, then so, yeah, they so, got Sphinx built and yeah. I mean, granted, do I do I think that was the proper way to handle things? No. Could we go back? Could we right now go in a time machine back then and tell them that they're wrong? Absolutely fucking not. They would they wouldn't know any different. That's all they did back then was was oppress and oppress and oppress. If you didn't believe in someone and you got overtaken, you know what you were, you were oppressed or killed. You either believed in it got on board or you were you were killed or you were enslaved those were your four options back in the day you know what i mean but, so, that's, but that's all people knew because they didn't understand like they didn't de we didn't develop these vast knowledges of the different like outlets in life where 
not everyone has to be a carpenter and not everyone has to be a plumber. Not everyone has to be a warrior. You know what I mean? We can take different routes now. But again, we're talking about thousands of people compared to billions. You know what I mean? There, there, back then, there were only a couple hundred thousand people in the whole world back then compared to now, you know? Well, I mean, like, what do you feel about, like, indentured servitude? Uh, that's, again, another sticky situation, depending on what it's for. If like if you hit a if you hit a if you wrecked a total of a guy's car and instead of him putting you in jail, you're helping him better his business. Okay, fine. I, yeah, for free. Yeah. No, no, but 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 you shouldn't be owned. Yeah. At no, that point. No, definitely. You not. should you should still have basic human rights and freedoms, and that's kind of like ours. What our civilization is <laughs> well, is built I, upon now. I I mean yeah you still get paid but you know less, like like you know even the slaves got fucking paid. That's how they're able to buy their way out of slavery. Well, like, like I, um, my opinion for like before we started the the podcast, I was talking about I, I'm all for chain gangs. Yeah. If there's a sentence for it. Yep. If there's a time frame that you did this crime, you're gonna do it like this, but you're still gonna be treated with basic human rights. Well, yeah, um, especially if you're you George will, Clooney. You will do this work. And uh, but I don't agree in like you should do a work. The work should be supervised. This is where it's gonna get gray because there could be a lot of uh, uh, exploitation to this too. But uh, instead of uh, you know whipping people when they're not working hard enough, so they work hard, so they're scared to get a whip. You know maybe uh, maybe oh you didn't work this day. You thought you were gonna be a badass and not work and have attitude. Guess what? You just added two more days for sentence. Now, like I said, it could be exploited in the wrong hands, but it's still better than you know using cruel and unusual punishment. Yeah. I mean that from personally for me, people that are in jail for like, like weed since weed's becoming like pretty much legally, like yeah. that would be a great way for those dudes to just burn off that time. Like, oh, you got five years, hey man, you want to help us build this road real quick? We'll get we'll get that knocked down to like six months. You know what I mean? If you help us all summer long build this road, they they should just be released. Exactly. I mean, just, I agree. I agree with you, but that's not going to happen. We we know this is not going to happen in our country. Yeah, j- just but, just let them out. It's like, oh, you did weed? Get out of prison. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? Yeah, but, Expunge the record. Get it out of here. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Totally agree with you on that situation. But you know, um, but no, I mean, going back to the whole point, like, you know, should you know, there's this slavery thing and then a servitude. It's a very tough situation. Nowadays, there's plenty of ways that you can take out a loan or borrow money or pawn off stuff that you can pay back without having to do that nowadays. Back then, man, you know, you think about how many deals were this country was built on gentleman handshakes and yep, and random paper writings that had no official yep. no official you know, the declaration of There's old town maps. I've seen yeah. old utility maps where people's property lines it says like Mark's house. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Like legit. Yep. And it says, though. like, this is the line right here. You know, our country was founded on handshakes and a piece of paper that wasn't even like it wasn't even authenticated by who was the ruling power of our country at the time, Britain. Like they didn't they didn't like, you know, believe in that. Well, yeah, but we won the war. But, and we kicked them out. You know, what I mean, that's only, like, we, you know what I mean? Yeah. The Boston Tea Party. Yeah. And, and, and like, I, I find it great because people don't really realize, you know, like what that really was like. Oh, they just threw some tea in the harbor. No. It's like, no, those were bricks. Yeah. Of tea that were like super duper concentrated that you'd like take like a little corner off and back boop. So yeah, they they dumped you know a lot of money into that harbor and just made it all tea. Yep. And they, you know that that's why you know Boston people are the worst because <laughs> their tea is just you know. It's all that caffeine in the water, damn it. They just have like super fish now. It's like what, motherfucker. It's like, you know, Hulk Hogan came out of the ocean. Hey, brother. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you got some cocaine? I I need the number two. 
It's like, oh my gosh. It's so funny. But, um, like, what, what do you think about, like, um, you know, lifers, people that are never going to get out, or people that are on death row, um, kind of being forced to donate their organs? They're not going to need them. And as a uh, kind of a redemption of sorts, they are, you know, forced to donate whatever organs that they can that are still viable. Um. I've I'm all I'm all for choice in this country. You, know, you heard me on this podcast. Yeah. I'm all for choice. I'm all for people making their own decisions. Um, but if you know what, if that was a way to like, at the end of my life, maybe I can get something expunged, or there can be a statement like, even though I'm an asshole, I still did this at the end of my life, like on my like gravestone or whatever I get. You know what I mean? I'd go for it. I think that's. I mean, forcing people to do things while they're incarcerated is just like kind of like throwing salt in the wound you know what i mean like it's just making them making their life well i mean that they're gonna charles five times convicted murder organ toner yeah you know just a little asterisk there yeah 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 yeah. yeah, at least at least at the end of his life he did decide to he decide to do something right i mean mean? there's like this uh commercial five people save one you know yeah Yeah. there's a commercial back in the day it was like you know it was like some just miserable you know dudes like you know Johnny is a miserable old dude, and you know he he just like went around hating everybody, you know, flipping people off, and it's like, you know, hated like the neighbor's dog, because they'd like come and poop in his lawn. But then, uh, you know, he gets like in a car accident like halfway through, and like all of his organs get donated everywhere, and it's like the old lady needed his eyes to pick up the dog poo, and it's like, you know, you're an asshole, but you're a hero asshole. It's like, oh, cool. I mean, again, forcing people when they're incarcerated is a, you know, it's, a, again, throwing salt in the wound kind of thing. But I mean, like, they, they forced whatever, you know, horrible, heinous. Like, I, 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 I agree I'm, with you. agree with you. I, I, I'm yeah. saying, you know, these people, like, I'm not saying, oh, this guy has five years. Let's take his, you know, kidney. Um, I'm saying this guy's going to serve the rest of his life in prison. Um, or he's about to go on death row and he's going to be executed next week. Um, let's do this clinically. That way, we can harvest his organs right after he's dead. No, I love it. I, I mean, I all for it. I mean, I, I imagine that would be some way to thin down thousands upon thousands of people that need kidneys. And- oh, it, it would be a huge, huge help. And it's like, you know, thank you so. M- you know, that way, this guy can at least know. It's like, because you know, I, I've known a lot of you know convicts that you know are actually you know truly remorseful with, for what they did and so i can see a lot of people volunteering for oh, this absolutely I, I imagine there's be even people that are in right now that don't yeah. have a life sentence that might be 25 30 years like why do i need two kidneys for i can survive off one yeah so it's yeah. like hey right. can, can i donate a kidney to someone in need yeah. you know no, I, i'm gonna I, get out when i'm 80 or i don't I'm, have any problem with that i think that's a fair yeah. thing you know yeah I mean, uh, I honestly think, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly think in the world that if you don't want your, if you don't want your organs donated, you better have like a religious belief that says don't donate them, like a, like a, a hard right. hard thing, or you're just being an ass. Like, Are you kidding me? I, I right. have it. I'm like, yeah, go ahead and donate them. Yep. Like, yeah, you, you're, you're gonna oh, yeah. organ donor. <laughs> I recommend not taking my liver or kidneys, but other than that, everything's pretty good shape. <laughs> oh yeah, no, nothing's in good shape. It's like. Is this hat? Is this heart just fat? It's just fat. Like put it in the you know put it in a pan. It just like melts in oil. It's like how was he alive? Well, he, the water starts floating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
It's like, okay, uh, what about his lungs? It's like, okay, those lungs are looking okay. He didn't smoke or anything. Okay, we'll take those. Um, Maybe oh, they're if there full was of like fat. a benefit to it, like, um, you know, you can donate this. You won't die from donating. I mean, you still got to sign stuff. You might go into surgery. You might die. Yeah, there's always that. possibility to go into surgery. There's always but that if, uh, thing. If you, maybe if you're a convict um, and you're donating, let's say even if you're not just like life sentence or whatever, if it could, say you got 20 years, you know, if you could donate a kidney and save somebody's life, you got 20 for murder, you could knock five years off your sentence for donating. Yeah, um, oh, how cool I would think that, that be? You, you would get a lot more a lot more participation in the program. Yes. I, I still understand that incarcerating people, it's, it's not pleasant to be in prison. It's, it's made to not be pleasant, so you don't yeah. want to go back there. Yeah. That's the whole purpose of it. Um, because we, we're not about working people to death and, in, in, you know, indentured servitude and all that because we consider that cruel and unusual punishment. It's not really my opinion. Uh, but yeah. um, anyway, no, I'd be okay with, I, I feel like, yeah, because like you were saying with the religious card, because all of a sudden, Oh, you have to do this. Well, all of a sudden, I'm Christian now. Yep. Now, you, now you're going to tell me I can't, or I'm Muslim. My religion says I can't it's do it. It's like and Jewish. My freedom of religion. Yeah. But then there's another thing. It's like when you're in prison, like you're not even don't, a citizen. Aren't you stripped? You're yeah, not even aren't a you stripped of your freedoms? Like, what rights do you have now? You, you still have like, human rights yeah, in yeah, prison. Human rights. You're protected under you the uh, rights, the Geneva. Right? You're you're protected under the the Geneva Convention to so have you, okay. basic human rights. But even then, though, it's not like there's some guy coming around and checking on every single prisoner that you're, you know what I mean? Like, you, you don't, you like, it's not like you're checked upon. That's why there's still, but yeah, I mean, and stuff. you, you oh, can yeah. definitely, like, you know, write some letters and get some yeah. stuff out on the outside and be like, this is, you know, these crazy, yep. you know, things that are going on. It's like, all right, you know, we'll, we'll do something about this. We'll, we'll make some changes, but it's going to be slow. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're, you're like, uh, I'm uh, all for a reward program. It, I mean, if you're doing it, um, I'm all for the reward program. Yep. You know, I'm, you're saving somebody's life. You're do, you're you're risking your life for one because you're going to surgery. You're doing it to save somebody else's life. If that's what's going to happen right then there, then you can knock a few years off your sentence so you can get out a little earlier. I'm all for it. Maybe that'll help. Like, hey, I went to prison for ten years. I was supposed to be twenty, but I donated a kidney and then one of my lungs and, and, my and now I'm out. Now I got a sweet sweet yeah. eye patch and only and only a partial permanent record. But yeah, you can like donate your right? retinas <laughs> and <laughs> your corneas <laughs> and all that. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that's. I mean, I again. I'm always for in, inmates that have incentives to lower their sentence as long as they're being reformed by it. You know, any kind of programs. Like, I love the fact that they can get educated. I love the fact that they can start getting educated. Right. I love they can read. Right. I love they can do all that shit. I think that's amazing, especially the guys that take advantage of it and try to help themselves. You know what I mean? Well, there's like, people that have gone to prison and come out with PhDs almost. Yep. Or and not I'm, PhDs, but like master's degrees. Yep, and saved and, themselves or got their charges expunged or whatever, you know. So that goes a long way, and I, I full-on believe that that's a great thing, you know. And personally for me if you don't have religious like if you're if you don't have religious beliefs or you know or they're taken away because you're in jail i don't know if that's in that's what happens when you're in jail or if, they, if you do get anything like you, that you but. still get your religious freedoms when in prison yeah. uh here in america um like if, if you need something to be you know halal or um you need something to be um kosher they will respect that um, so yes, you can get a yeah, different I mean, thing. I would tell those guys that the only thing that we don't honor is the fact that we're harvesting your organs after you're dead. I'd be like, sorry, dude. Especially if you're some sort of murderer type deal, like you just you lost that last right. Sorry. You, while you're alive, you're in complete control of everything. But when you uh, when you're when you cease to exist any longer, I think that it's uh, your body's part of the state, and we're going to take those organs for the state. 
So, uh, on to like one of my last, uh, my like third to last. Yeah, it's it's, it's running out of water. Um, it, it'll still, you know, it's cool. It'll still keep us cool for a while. Um, is it okay to commit crime for like basic survival, like Aladdin type crime? Um, in normal day society, uh. You don't see a lot of the same market setups that you do in Aladdin, where you could steal stuff like that. Like you actually. Well, are you kidding me? You can go outside of the King Supers right now, and there's, you know, a whole. Oh bunch yeah, of okay. Um, I mean, hey, if, if you're if you don't have a home and you don't ha- you're living on the streets, uh, it's only breaking the law when you get caught. And that's. Well, I mean, it's still breaking the law. You you'll still you know possibly get caught, but I think they put the stuff out front. They're like, okay, this stuff's about to go bad, and we really don't and it's care. Cheap. It's always cheap stuff. Yeah, it, it's never like, oh my god, the gotta bars are gold. Got to steal to eat, otherwise we get along. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm, uh, I mean, I feel I, like if you're stealing for basic survival instincts <laughs> if you're stealing then you have very limited resources yeah some things yourself. went really wrong and i think think that then that i think it becomes a government versus that becomes a a state or government problem at that point yeah and uh they should be doing putting some systems into place to be helping their their citizens it shouldn't have like right now i feel like if i see a homeless person on the side of the street i either think you know if they're not crazy like like mentally insane or uh, I just I just feel like if they're being a lazy bum, there's plenty of jobs out there. Oh, you there's don't tons of jobs right now. Tons, tons. And there's especially some, with the pandemic. My, my company's hiring right now. Yeah. jobs are coming back. Granted, yeah. you know there might be some time where they might be going through hard times because of the pandemic, and they haven't quite in like tr- gotten quicker. Like I've seen, there's a lot of people that have lost their jobs or just their company didn't make it. You know, so they're probably struggling and went off the deep end where they're going to recover. You know, but like if you're if you're like you said, if you're stealing for that something went wrong something something happened and you've lost your way in a sense where you don't trust the system anymore you've decided now that you're going to go it's like you're getting off the grid like you're moving your lifestyle has changed and you, you're not well, trying get to get off the grid and get out of the city and yeah. go live in the sticks don't freaking be on the side of the road begging for money yes. that's not off the grid well no that that's <laughs> not stealing grid, literally yeah <laughs> Ben doesn't know what stealing is. He's like, it's begging for money. This no, is I know what stealing is. I'm just complaining about bums. I don't like bums. No, trust me. We, 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 like. You should have been here a couple weeks ago when we talked about it. It was real. <laughs> John was like, we should oh, help. We should help them. I am very passionate about uh, not helping bums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we had a whole, you know, it's homeless people, you know, real people episode. Yeah. It was it was a very heated, heated argument. Did you invite a homeless in to give their opinion? We should uh, me. Well, you should have. Yeah. You should have bribed them with some Taco Bell. I was a homeless <laughs> person. <laughs> Hey, so, so come do, come I, do this 90-minute podcast with us where we just talk shit about you, and then we'll feed you. Maybe. We yeah, might feed That'd be hilarious. You. That'd be the best, dude. It's one of those, like, it's one of those, the, like... Just give, him a, just give him a 40 of old English and a T-Bell burrito. He'd be <laughs> He might stink up the room a little bit, but hey. <laughs> it's like one of those backseat uh, bus pornos. Hey, if you come in the bus, we'll give you 100 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then you find out it's a dude sucking your dick, and it's like, God damn it. Uh... Fuck this homeless guy for a hundred dollars. <laughs> Come do this podcast. We'll give you a free burrito. Yeah, like you know, I'm like I thought about that. I'm like, dude, I can make Most a pizza. Dude, episode yeah. ever. I, I can make a pizza, <laughs> or to. I can make a podcast where I go and interview you know homeless people and get their story. I'm like, why are you homeless? And you know, offer them a meal for their time. Yep. But I'm like, I don't want to do that. My buddy did a whole documentary on homeless people in in, in uh, Philadelphia, and he found that actually. Uh, some of them were like a collective of homeless people. They they lived in they literally owned a house and they were just yep. li- they lived in the house, yep. owned it, 
they paid rent, all this other stuff, and they were just doing it because they didn't feel like having real jobs. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Or they have camps where they're a community. Yep. It's called a commune, but. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they go out and you know beg for you know money, get money, and then you know bring you could food back for the whole. Service for the world and make money. You don't need to yeah. pay. <laughs> I've done that. I've held a sign for money a couple times. I'm not, you know, just when I was young and stupid, just to get gas money or get money to go party. And, I, I've you know, never held a, I've never held a <laughs> sign for you know need money, and I don't respect and people that do. Like you, you should, you should do it. It's just embarrassing to do it. Yeah, you shouldn't respect them. Um, yeah, like I put them just, in my A-frame, and so I like way. can't There's make too much opportunity. <laughs> you're, you're squandering your yeah. opportunity and for living in this country. For yeah, you're, you're wasting time, your time. In my opinion, the only people that I There's ever There's somebody help else out. outside the country that doesn't have the same opportunities that we have here. Yeah, that could definitely take their place and do a whole lot better and provide you know good a good service for for the country or for the people. Yep. So and like not just begging for money. If I if I'm going through like a drive-through and I see like a homeless dude near a drive-through. I'll totally add on like a dollar burger and toss it to him. You know what I'm saying? Or like something like that. You know what I mean? If, if he's, if he's got a sign, uh, hungry, need food. Like I'm not going to give you cash, but if I'm going to go, I mean, food stamps are free. Yeah. Go get food stamps that. And like, but maybe like I said, if I'm going to the corner store, like maybe I'll grab you a Snickers bar. You know what I mean? Just because I'm like in there and you're asking for food, but like, I don't give cash anymore. I don't help them with gas money. I don't give any, it's physical, that like if I see him with a dog and they don't have water, I will totally give them a bottle of water for that dog. You know what I'm but, saying? Like, like I remember like one time, um, I like I went to Little Caesars to go grab a you know a couple pizzas, and I was like coming out and walking across the parking lot, and I like saw like a you know couple guys just you know hanging out by their car, and they're like you know kind of looking scrubby, and you know their car wasn't really you know anything to behold. And like you know they probably you know live in that shit. Like, hey man, can we get like a slice really quick? And they each took one slice, and they're really respectful. I'm like, all right, yeah, here you go, yep. buzz. Yep. And I'm like, you know, they weren't up holding money. They weren't begging me for money. You know, just like, yeah, here, have a you know, a couple slices, guys. And uh, yeah, got my car and left. Yep, that's how you gotta do it. You don't give them things. You don't give them things or give them, give them money. Like that's just stupid. They're just gonna go buy drugs. I mean, yep, exactly. You just give them. Give them food or give them like, like or I, I I love those YouTube videos where it's like I gave this homeless guy a hundred dollars and then he went and bought you know something and brought it back to his oh, whole where world. They follow them. Yeah, yeah. I'm like they that. That's them fake. See what they get. <laughs> it's like I oh mean, my gosh, I thought you were gonna go get alcohol with it and then you didn't get alcohol. Here's another hundred dollars and it's like yeah, that, that's that's, that's going to the alcohol. <laughs> he knew he was we were following right. him. <laughs> right. He's like, wait, if I buy Taco Bell. I'll get booze money too. <laughs> win win, dude. I'll be drunk and farting tonight. Yeah, I mean, you know, being homeless ain't that bad. I mean, Ben and I were homeless for a bit, living in my uh, Toyota Camry. Been there, man. Been there. That was by choice. No, that wasn't by choice because, <laughs> you know, Junior, the motherfucker, um, lied to us and said we had a place when we got down there and we did not. Well, we chose, we chose to go there. Yeah, and we, we did. We already knew Junior wasn't. The most reliable store. We we they did let us stay at his, his dad's yeah. house for a little bit. Then we found him. Yeah. Coming outside the Walmart. So. But yeah, but we, we, we were living we at Walmart. Survive. We were working towards the goal. Like we weren't going to be there forever. We oh did. yeah, no. It, it was all temporary. It, it changed real quick. Out. Yeah. Oh yeah. What else you got? Um, what was the original question? Is it okay <laughs> to commit a crime for basic survival? Um, also. Oh. What if uh, people get hurt, you know, while you're doing your crimes? 
You know, so, is it? What do you mean by do so committing a crime for basic survival? So, so like, like uh, Aladdin, say you, you no, that's like fine. Like let let's say you have a a terrible heroin habit, and um, you. But that's not basic survival. Th that is basic survival because if you do not get your heroin, or your uh, um, methadone, you will die. If you're, you're yeah, I mean, your withdrawals can be you, so yeah, severe. Um, you, um, you can die, so you're stealing but, now. To so survival. in that, no, no, there's 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 programs out there. You can check yourself in to yeah. a place when you're de to detox. I mean, the free so detox places suck. Withdrawing off. Yeah, but there's places you know, that will help wean you off too. I need yeah. help. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, methadone clinics are. That's not basic survival. That's basic survival. If you hurt actually. people, and then going to rob somebody so you can buy more heroin to continue the problem. Yeah. It's not basic survival. Yeah. If you rob yeah. someone and hurt them, you're not a very good robber. Like yeah. the, the whole point of robbing or stealing is not hurting people or get caught or cause attention to yourself. You know, so yeah, I'm sure Batman uh, would, would love that too. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, I, I wish you didn't kill my mom and dad for a fucking thing of pearls. Yeah, you know, but I mean, same. I mean, again, if you're committing that crime, like your life has gone. That if you're creating, not only are you stealing, but you're hurting people now to steal. Or holding them up, or doing something like that, your life has—you need to be incarcerated. Like but, you, you need an intervention in your life that either comes from the government or the like the police of some sort, or you well, need to take care of your basic survival. Oh, what, what, what if what if these incarcerated? What if these other people Don't are that? What if these other people are criminals? True. What what if you're only hurting criminals? You're like uh, Dextering it. Remember that show, so Dexter? My thing yeah. is, that's I mean that's that's, that's hypothetical. But he situation. wasn't doing anything for. He wasn't doing anything for survival. He was just doing. He was well, just killing. Getting getting like heroin. He he's not killing them. He's hurting them. You know, breaks their leg, steals all their heroin, and you know gets the hell out of there. But you know, the guy that he stole from was a heroin dealer. You know, that was about to go sell a bunch of heroin to children, and they're about to OD on it. I mean, that's that's you know, it's that's like vigilantism then you know what I mean? well i mean he didn't know yeah. that you know he was going to sell it to the children he just wanted the heroin so he didn't die from you know withdrawal symptoms yeah no i mean again that's a tv show compared to real life you know it, it, it really right. is yes so. of course but you know th this is a podcast compared to real life i, mean, <laughs> I think i i think my answer and this is where i come is uh if it's aladdin style stealing an apple from the market to basically survive and you have no other resources we's cool if i'm robbing the bank because i'm broke or i want to be you know stacking that paper to the ceiling from robbing the bank and have a lambo no it's not it's okay not basic. so what what if, what if it's like for your kid like what if it's uh, some john q bullshit like i don't know if anyone remembers john q yeah so like if it, say it's like my kid say my kid is like sick and I need and I don't have the money for medicine and I'm going to steal this medicine right yeah that like that's I see survival in it but at the same time there's enough programs that you can put yourself in some debt and get that you know what I mean but again and right. I don't know because I've never been put in the situation but if I'm an, a spectator in it I'd obviously would love to find a way to help that man you know get medication for his son you know what i mean you know like uh, his son now needs a hundred thousand dollar operation and he doesn't have insurance or anything and no insurance is going to cover him because this is so already now he's going to break bad to pay for the, his son operation you know what at that point that you're you are a parent you are an adult making a decision and you have you have weighed the consequences if you do get caught doing something that's on you 
Yep. If they, if you have to, if you're caught and you have consequences for getting caught and then all of a sudden your son does have surgery and you're in prison, you know, then that's on you. You get away with it and you just shouldn't hurt people. Nothing you should do should I, hurt. I, I know mean, people plan on robbing places. Not We plan not to hurt. No, no one's going to get hurt. You, you have to, you know. They got to kill somebody. You yeah. have to do you a know. show for us. You have to, like, pistol whip someone at least and be like, yo, get on the ground. <laughs> and, and, but, yeah, any any time where where um it you are harming other people especially if it's like trading at that point trading life for another even though it's your own child like it, it's unacceptable oh trust me you, you would kill me for your kid i know this i would i do a lot of things for my children i, I don't think that i would ever take somebody else's life to for my for i mean my children. You, you, you've never been to that level Unless of desperation yeah. Yeah. Unless they, I'm never. Yeah. Exactly. I've never been pushed there, so I don't know. But then again, like I'm, a, I'm an adult. I can make these decisions, you know, in my head. I'm, I'm not mentally, you know, challenged or, you know, not, not able to make these decisions properly. I can't. You know, society has deemed me able to, and I've been myself able to. So I would weigh the consequences, the benefits, and if it seemed necessary, you know, I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to survive, uh, or make my kids survive. But I'm, you know, it. It's still, if I get caught, there should be consequences. If oh yeah, there, there's if there's always consequences if you get caught. Does it make it okay? You know, some people might see it why I did it, but it doesn't make it okay. I mean, it's you not, know, I, I don't accept thing. you to get you know a jury nullification, but I expect you know people to understand. Like if someone came in here and fucking stole my lap or you know stole my laptop, and is like. I did it because, you know, my son has cancer and I, I, I just, you know, I'm, he's like not on drugs or anything else. He's just, you know, in a, in a state of, you know, oh, my God, I'm so fucked. Um, then, yeah, I'm like, OK, I can see that a little bit more. And I don't, you know, absolutely hate you and wish for death. You know, and you. that's why we have a that's why we have a justice system the way you do, because you can be sentenced differently for for doing the same kind yeah, of like like, like when my bike got stolen i had a lot of input on what the sentencing should be you know like i could come in there and be like i want him to go to prison for the maximum time they're like well they're you know no room in prison so we'll slap him on the wrist and suck his dick that sounds about right for colorado springs yep so i only have uh two more questions and then uh, we're done um second to last is it okay to ghost someone after a date for whatever reason what was the question ghost oh. yeah yeah of yeah, course you're just yeah. going on a date yeah like like, like should, should, do you owe them a, like an exp explanation you, no, no you ain't gotta Not be anymore. honest to them you don't no Not mm. anymore no uh -uh. like like so like you know you as a dude goes on a date you can with move on to the next question you're not changing our minds <laughs> yeah. I, I still have to argue my point on this you know to, you know should you be able to be amicable and be like hey um just what did i do wrong should you yes should you get an answer absolutely but this is not the 1960s anymore we are not good right. old boys and they're not good old girls anymore it is the 21st century yeah. oh like the 1960s it takes you less than a second to block someone but a, a year to start a conversation with somebody you know what i mean so um, you're not going to sway me on that. You can absolutely go someone who doesn't go well. It's also not necessarily being rude or evil. It doesn't go well. Oh, it's not being evil. Of yeah. course not. No, but, but it's not. Technically, nowadays, it's not even being rude if you don't text back. 
The, it, you is, know why they ghosted you. Yeah, is like it, you hear those Rob Arnie and Don show. I don't know what they're called, but those morning shows with the with the second date update yeah, shit, whatever, yeah. blah blah. Yeah, yeah but the, that's a radio shit, like, show. <laughs> yeah, but if so, you don't. I know they're staged, but yeah. same thing. Like if you know why they're not talking. Yeah. If you don't, then you have you really need to reevaluate yourself before you start trying to seek other people. Exactly. Evaluation. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I. I mean, even especially now that I have a kid and I'm in my 30s, like there are some times when I'll meet a woman and I'm just like, uh, get me out of here as fast as possible. Like, this is not working. She she's literally using me for a meal and a drink. That's what she's using me for. Like, she has no interest of continuing this relationship to, to anything past this first date. So, get me out of here as fast as possible. You know? It, it, you know, and she thought the date was going great. Yeah, should should you be polite? Absolutely, you should always be polite. My, my mother taught me well, but at the same time, it's 21st century. Me being polite could extend into a conversation. Well, now I have to go on like a sympathy date, or now I have to like talk her off no, the cliff because of because of what happened. Well, you know I mean, I mean? So. like if you're that crazy to where you cannot handle rejection, you know, you should you know get yourself well enough to where you can go on a date. Like if someone rejects you on a date, like being a fat dude, I've gotten rejected by all the girls that I've never even taken a chance with. Yep. So, you married the first girl that you exactly don't you lie to nobody exactly like i i just i'm like hey you want you you, you want to be my girlfriend and she's like yeah, fine i'm like and then she's like you want to get married i'm like ah fine and then yeah that that's it it's not a romantic story um and i like i don't think i've ghosted anybody but you know now, now that i think about it, i'm like i might might have doesn't matter doesn't matter you know, like there's people that you just haven't talked to out, in years. Out of sight, out of mind, man. And you know, y- like you should be able to move on if they someone will move on. Yep. You know, rejects you. It's like, yep, they will. Yep. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll get on that's with the it. Beauty of online dating, or now. they'll stalk you. Yeah, Who knows? it's the beauty of the on- online dating, though, is is that you can just not answer or respond. Hey. Yeah, there, there, there's. Well, here's the thing for women. You know, they got an ocean of cock running straight at them. Yep. Uh, hey, you know, and people vibing for their attention. You know, for dudes, it's like, okay, I thought the date was going great. And, uh, oh, she's married. Okay, never mind. You know. Yeah. And she just wanted a free meal for the night and thought that, you know. I've been on some horror dates, dude. I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I got really lucky. So <laughs> I, I, I fully understand that. And uh, I love my wife. Um, and for the last question, this is easily the most controversial. Like, I shuddered at the thought of writing it. Is it okay to date a friend's ex? Uh, I'm a hard no on that. <laughs> but, but Is you're okay with them not being your friend afterwards? Yeah, because, <laughs> like, so I, had, I dated a girl and our old roommate, uh, rest in peace, Cupcake. Uh, but he wanted to date her. And I was like, if you date her, you might as well move out of the house. I was like, I was yeah, like, if you're that close, like if you're in the same house, um, I mean, it's a free world. You do what you want. I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm just telling you right now that if you're going to choose her, if you think that your relationship with her is going to be better than our friendship, then I've l- just learned a lot about you as a human being. Yep. How do you, how's my, you know, how's my cock taste yeah. late, later? Yeah. I just I'm like, I, I can totally understand if you guys want to stay friends, um, that, that it's going to irk me. You know what I mean? You can stay in contact or whatever, you know, but like, it's just one of those things where like, I think that I do enough in my friendships to make you value that more than your, your possibility of dating a girl that has, is now damaged in my, that just shows me while, while, while we were friends and that girl. And yeah. I mean like even, even just thinking about 
even if I time, was, we weren't really friends. Yeah, yep. even if I was single, That's like I wouldn't date Ben's ex. Yeah, you know, even though it's been years at this point, I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah, my, be- uh, my one of my best friends, Nick, his and our mutual friend Mike, Nick and this girl Ashley broke up like three years ago now, four years, three, uh, three, four years ago now ish, and Mike has now moved in, bought a house with Nick's ex. <sighs> And they're like they're barely they barely they work together, and they've moved from Iowa out here together, as as homies, barely even talk, no. And yeah. Nick, Nick's great. Nick's only wishes him the best, wishes him love, this that and the other. You know what I mean? But he's like, we, it definitely changed our friendship. Like, like they Mike has yeah dr- they've drawn lines. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really wild. Like I you know, and that's what's sad is usually that just tells me that those two friends that were they were very close and very much like. Yeah, and that's probably why this girl saw the same thing that she saw in the first guy that she couldn't make work with the second guy. Yeah, and that's probably why the the, the, the second guy probably the the friend saw value in the girl the same way the other guy did because they were probably that much like and that close. Yep. And so yeah, to, to I don't know, it, it, it's to the point where I don't have very many friends, and friends come and go and everything. And you know, I'm I'm really I'm kind of a family man now, and I'm married everything but yeah, yeah. i don't think i would i would sacrifice a good a really good like a lifelong friendship over um dating i wouldn't say you there. know go after your best friend's woman like like that that's that's a hard no for me dude i had a i had a girl like pretty much half naked and we were watching we were netflix and chilling and she mentioned that she like hung out with my homie and i i was like listen i like i'm not trying to be rude or judge you or anything like that i was like i was like but i do have like a really pretty serious code about not sleeping with people that have slept with my friends i was like did you sleep with them and she said yeah and i was like i literally made this girl get her clothes on and leave like uh. like sacrificed having sex with a very beautiful woman that night because i just i just don't do it like in my homie i went to him i was like bro i was like how could you sleep with her you know i was trying to get with her you know what i mean like come on man you know what i mean like you i've told you yeah like multiple like times, don't you know have you like know. a non-compete clause yeah but I like you know. I don't like being Eskimo Bros with my homies. Like that's not cool to me. Like I don't find I don't find a satisfaction in that. Like I don't get a victory in knowing that this girl slept with four of us or three of us. You know what I mean? Like it was crazy. I worked at this nursery back in Pennsylvania. It's only okay if you were the first. If you were the first, yes, then it's like, oh, yeah, okay. you're you're yeah. king. You're oh, God, you're king Eskimo. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah. like yeah, <laughs> you know, every woman is a whore until yeah. she becomes your girl. Yes, then it's all. But good. no, seriously, like we were. I was worked at this job right, and I had. I, I was like, I we were sitting there and this girl served us and I was like, I didn't say it. My buddy was like, yeah, I slept with her. And then all of a sudden my other buddy was like, yeah, I slept with her. And then like a third guy said it. And I was like, holy fuck, everyone at this table has slept with this girl. And granted, it's from the time she was 19 <laughs> until the time she was like almost 27. Oh, good. But, I bet but, like, she got an $80 tip that night. But she literally had slept with all six of us at the table. You know what I mean? Like it was so wild. And I was like, all right, this is never happening again. We're not going to have this you know, family reunion of Eskimo bros ever again. I don't want to be part of the situation. So totally but then not. It's like flip floppy. It, yeah. It's weird. So like, we kind of all have like the same opinion on this. Right. Yeah. But then when it comes to women, like it, it's like, it's different. Like, you know, oh, it's out the women will be like, Oh, you have such a, yeah, you have such a good man and everything and girlfriends. And the second they break up, then that girl's going after her ex man. Like, well, why is that different? Why is it yep. different? Like, it's like more understanding. It. It's like, okay, well, you know, uh, you broke up with her, but now uh, it's it's free reign in the women's world. I don't know. I mean, men, men are more we're territorial, you know. Well, I I can right. tell you this for well, you know a hundred percent. Like, yeah, like that, if, that's more jealousy than territory. Well, like if my like yeah. wife was to die, 
you know, her best friend, you know, would not come after me. I can say that a hundred percent certainty. Yeah. And you know, I'd be too sad if like I I don't want to fuck right now. I'm sad. My wife's dead. You know. Yeah. So like that that's not ever a good time to, you know, go after you know, somebody else. Yeah, you're not lying. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's a funeral. Perfect time. I, I'm sure his dick is, you know it's like, yeah, no. No. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm about saying it. right now, if my my wife passes, uh, I'm I'm done with women. They're too much work. <laughs> I'll raise the kids. I'll raise the kids and I'll be alone. <laughs> That's that, well, I won't be alone. But I'm telling you right now, after after the last couple of dates that I've been on, I'm like I'm like I'm 34. I was like I don't know if it's gonna happen. <laughs> I was like I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean like, you know, meeting. I told meeting... my wife this. I said if she passes, I'm like I'm I'm not. Nope. I'm not dating. I'm not finding a new wife. Nope. There's too much work. I'm gonna die alone. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, like I'll raise you, the kids and hang out with them. Do you not remember like the last time we went and saw your dad? It's like. Oh no, he is like a hundred years old with like a four year old in the house. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm like that that seems oh, two like two year old. Even worse. Yeah, I'm like that that is a nightmare. Like to me, currently, at thirty years old, I'm like, oh no, I couldn't you know, get you know like no, nothing against you know, women that I've already had kids, but it's like no, I, I, I just I, I don't have like I'm good with kids, but it's like I don't have what it takes to you know do it full time. I'll, I'll have seen to, you like, say that, but you're you're so good with my kids. You're so good with them. And you say that like you'll hold them. You're very patient. I I understand you're not around them all the time. Yeah, but, exactly. That that know, that's it. You keep it's, telling yourself yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it changes, it man. That. It's so natural of a of a thing. Like raising a kid, just it just like you you look at your life and you look at where, where like your parents may have fucked up or where you fucked up and like you see instances. You're like, yo, bro don't jump off that you're gonna hurt yourself like that's all it is it's like because you know you at one point in time jumped off that six foot thing and it hurt so you're like hey man maybe take it down to three feet so you don't hurt yourself you know what i mean like it's that kind of oh, thing. we're different fathers i me and my kid jumping off the roof on the tramp together <laughs> in tandem holding hands let's do this buddy we broke break well, memories are made right here <laughs> yeah i mean like like i, I give I'm a kid a beer i'll be like here you go kidding. yeah you know, here, try the cigarette. <clears throat> I, I hate cigarettes. Good. Yeah. Good. Hey, sometimes that's how people <laughs> learn. You know, here's no. here's alcohol and just give him like a shot of gin. <laughs> he will not like this. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be like, oh, oh, my God. What is that? Why does it taste like a pine tree? <laughs> it's like, and then like my kids just hate alcohol. They're like, yeah, I've tried it with my dad and I don't like it. I don't like smoke and I don't All like right. any of it. It, it burns. He said if I spit it out and lit a match, it might catch on fire. So I tried it, and now I don't have any eyebrows. So funny. But yeah, that, that, that's all it ever is. I'll be another episode, make a parenting question. Or whatever. <laughs> oh, we, we've already had that. i got all kinds of insight. Oh, my God. I've, I've had kids for only two and a half, three years, whatever it's been, and I have the whole spectrum, and it's, I'm still learning. Yeah. Still, I'm trying to learn more patience. That's for darn sure. That's 100. Want to be right. more patient? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like, hard when you have five of them. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, yeah. I, like you're a better man than me, Ben. But yeah, I'm like I, I, I definitely, you know, I couldn't do it. But you know, like you if could. I, if I, if I had to, them. like trust me, if you and your wife, you know, both passed away, and it's like you know, and everyone else that could, you know, take them in, you know, all like. You know, 
unfortunately dies and it's like hey alex can you take all these kids in then it'll be like uh, that movie big daddy with adam sandler it'll be exactly take all the kids huh all the kids well i mean like it, derek you're gonna have to be over there helping him dude that's fine he's gonna lose his shit dude oh, yeah. no tron, tron lives here <laughs> you, you forget that but I mean, Derek, you're gonna have to be over there helping. I'm <laughs> I, I'm, he's gonna be like helping me beat these kids. I'm like, ah, take that. It's so funny. Alex is gonna be like packing them up in the You'll truck. You'll be like, you got F in math. <laughs> Get out oh, there. You're changing the oil in the truck homework. again. That's funny. Uh, I'll be like, okay, we're we're gonna do some drug math today. Uh, and it's like, okay, you have a kilo and a half of cocaine. How many pounds of cocaine is this? <laughs> It's like okay, a kilo is two point two pounds. You're doing, and it's a uh, three point three pounds. You're it's teaching like, them how to be a chef, is what you're doing. <laughs> it's like there you go, you got it. And it's like you dilute this into here. Okay, how much is your cocaine cut by? You add, you know, baby powder. It's like oh wow, thanks, Dad. The second coming. Uh, I, I make him call me something like weird, like pop pop. The second, <laughs> the, the second dad, the second, like you're the sequel. Well, you would be, but dad, dad, yeah, but like, oh, and like they'd be crying, like my dad is dead. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I knew him way longer than you. Okay, I, I should be crying. <laughs> Stop your crying. He was my best oh, friend before you were even born. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Yeah. 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 Speaking of that, are you are you even over Godfather? I don't know. Not officially on paper. I, we'll make that official before we leave. There you go. You're out the raise the leaf, Ulrich. Ulrich and Corbin, you can't split those two up. Is that what being a godfather is? Yeah. Oh, no. The, I'm like a godfather to a couple kids. <laughs> Shit. In, 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 the un, in the unlikely event of, you know, me and Evelyn would both pass, you are saying that you know, we are entrusting that you would take the responsibility to. Oh, good. To like, I, I didn't kids. sign papers for any of these other kids, you know, like, but if the if they did die, you know, if their parents, you died, know, and take them in. If you wanted to be official, you have like you, it'll be in the will. We would like say we would require, you know, we would. Require. Well, let, let's, let's go ahead and end like, this episode. I um, thank you all for listening. Uh, Derek's got to get out of here. Um, thank you so much, Derek, for coming in. Thanks for having me, as always. And uh, it's nice talking, Derek. Yeah, Ben, it was great for having you on. We'll see y'all next week. Later, Ben. Come back and do this again, dude. It's really fun. I will. I'll be on. All right. I'll see you. See you. I'll. Um, I won't right, be me. around next weekend. I'm gonna go camping again. That's fine. Um, but I'll be around the weekend of the fourth. Uh, we're going to do like a, uh, kind of like a double feature cause I'm not going to be around for the fourth. I'm going to be in California. Oh, sweet. Okay, so, cool. all right, well, I'll, I'll catch up to you when I catch up. Oh, okay. right. Well, I'll be here. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll probably have you, uh, do the same thing for our, uh, double Hello? one. Yeah. I'm still here. So, uh, we, we have an episode coming up the, uh, great religion Hello? debate. And, uh, so yeah, tune in for that. And uh, thank y'all for listening.